You might know Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, but did you know he also has a podcast called Getting Curious? It's available right here on Earwolf on Getting Curious. Jonathan explores anything and everything under the sun from saving bees to learning how to do triple axles. That sounds fascinating to me. This bee thing has been on my mind for years. I got to hear this bee episode because we got to save these bees. What's going on with these bees? After you're done binge-watching season two of Queer Eye, you can get to know a different side of Jonathan's co-stars with special episodes that feature Anthony, Cromo, Tan. Subscribe to Getting Curious now wherever you listen. Hello to all my couch-surfing citizens of the world. It's Beautiful Anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names, no holds barred. I'd rather go one-on-one I think it'll be more fun And I'll get to know you And you'll get to know me Hello, everybody. Hi. It's Chris Gethard. Welcome. It's Beautiful Anonymous podcast that uh, i got to say, pretty lucky to be a part of. podcast that's all about empathy and listening. A podcast that in a, a world that I think we can all agree is becoming more divided, more angry, as more. This podcast is trying to respond to that by saying, no, maybe we just need to listen and try to understand, make some desperate effort understand each other. Every once in a blue moon, what people are worried about in 2018, what people are thinking about, what people are feeling in 2018. I'm lucky to be a part of this one. Hey, I was in St. Louis this past weekend doing shows at the Helium Comedy Club. And uh, after the shows, I would do these signing lines, and I got to meet a lot of fans of the podcast, and you guys are so sweet and so nice, and I always know a beautiful and honest fan, because they ask to hug me, and sometimes they still call me giraffe, uh, which is weird to have someone say that to my face. It's weird, but it was so nice to meet all you guys. It was so nice, and thank you for coming out in St. Louis, and uh, especially Liz. There was a lady named Liz who I was a little, uh, I got to say, I was so overwhelmed and flattered. Uh, but concerned, she, I was signing someone's thing that they bought, and then I turned to meet Liz, and Liz burst out in tears, just burst out in tears, and uh, we hugged, and I said, what's the matter? And she said, your work means a lot, and then she physically ran away. So Liz, thank you. I didn't get a chance to really say thank you as much as I want it, and uh, I hope you're doing well. And uh, my friend Carmen it came out on the road as an opener for me, and he was like, "You're what's what's going on with your fans? I'm like, me and the people, the, the people listen to this podcast, we're all in it together. We got a connection. I'm proud of it. Is it intense sometimes? Yeah. And that's uh, the best thing. It's the best thing. I'll be in Tempe, Arizona this week, by the way. If you're out in Arizona, you're out in the Southwest, come on out. Come on out. I'm at the Tempe Improv. You can get tickets at chrisgeth.com. I want to meet even more of you guys. would love to talk. You don't need to. Bur- you don't need to cry. You can if you want. You don't have to. It's okay if you do. I'm not going to judge it. Tempe Improv, chrisgeth.com. Those are where the tickets are. Last week's episode, uh, titled it, uh, She Killed My Father. It was a sentiment expressed by the caller. The caller was someone whose father transitioned uh, partway through life. The caller was telling us what that was about. Uh, I will say... um, as mentioned in the episode, there was in the in the in the comments in the beautiful anonymous the community on Facebook, which you should join. By the way, you should join. It's a cool thing. 
It's almost 30,000 people who uh, discuss the episodes in there. It's a very cool thing, and I'm very happy about it. We'll say I, I was I was chuckling because uh, – as mentioned, you know the co-sleeping, the co-sleeping stuff caused far more controversy uh, than any anything surrounding the the trans uh, related issues in the call. I will say that that's uh, it was it it, it it does fill me with some some sense of happiness that uh, that that was treated as a bigger deal in 2018. I do like that people a lot of people debating the merits of co-sleeping with your child. I do want to address there were uh, three or four. Listeners who are trans who said they had a hard time listening to the episode, and I do want to just say to them that uh, I never meant to offend, and uh, all my love and all my support, and what I'm trying to do is learn. What I'm trying to do is learn. Well, you know, I think what what uh, what what many people maybe saw and had an issue with was uh, this idea that the the caller said that their father had been living a lie or had, or had been lying. And people, I think, uh, very, you know, in a, in a way that I found very illuminating and eye-opening and that I was happy to learn from said, you know, uh, it's dangerous to say that a trans person is lying or living a lie because what they are doing is sorting out their feelings in a, in a world that can be very transphobic and where there's a lot of judgment, a lot of uh, violence and, and hate uh, towards them. So it's a very, very touchy thing to imply that this is it, this involves lying, uh, it's much more complex and layered than that, and I, I want to say I totally understand and appreciate that. And and uh, you know, and I think a lot of the people expressing the the these sentiments too were also saying, I'm fully aware that this is a person's child who is who is uh, sorting this out and uh, talking about their perspective. This was the child's perspective of their parents' experience, and that is a valid feeling. You're allowed to feel your feelings. The uh, the the caller themselves did reach out. To me personally, he said, if you could put this in the comments as an update and said, you know, that was language that my father actually used about her experience um, was that they regarded themselves. She regarded herself as having lived a lie. And I was uh, expressing that. So it was a very, very uh, intense and uh, eye-opening discussion, but also one that I thought was very mature and that I, I will say I appreciate the moments where you allow me to learn in that in that, in those comments in that Facebook group you allow me to further understand other people's experience because as a uh, as a guy who's just rolling with the punches and kind of a dummy I like to learn so thank you thank you for letting me know the parts where that treaded some danger one person also said you know the fact that this happened during Pride Month and right around Father's Day was a little intense and maybe a little bit much which I, I can tell you on our end no one here on our team. Uh, was aiming to exploit those things or, or or push any buttons with that timing. It was just, uh, you know, when things were taped. And apologies to anybody who was stressed out by that episode. This week's episode, I would say not stressful at all. I would say one of the more fun ones we've ever had. So uh, we put out, I tell you, we put out a prompt where I said, is there any, Jared was showing me, hey, we can get phone numbers from all these different countries pretty easily. And he was showing me the list of countries we can just get phone numbers from. And one of them was Estonia. And I tell you, one of my best friends growing up, his family was from Estonia. I was like, I wonder if we have an, anybody listening in Estonia. We didn't have anybody call from Estonia, but we had someone call from nearby. This young lady was running around in Copenhagen, a city I don't know much about, but where she kind of painted it as a, uh, a youthful bastion of experimentation and rebellion within Europe. She was in the middle of that, taking to the streets, running around Copenhagen, taking us through different neighborhoods in this con in this city that I've heard its name so many times I didn't know much about. And you'll hear that this call, this call I'm telling you, um, 
there's times where, you know, there's a lot of noise, it's outside, there's, there's the phone getting passed around, there's distractions, but it's, I think, really beautiful as far as it being just, like, representative audio of, like, that's what the streets of, of Denmark sound like. It's weird. She's heading towards a neighborhood that's kind of lawless but kind of beautiful. And um, I would tell you, keep listening to the end because this caller, you'll hear me. You'll hear me, Chris Gather. Everybody knows I like to kind of dig a little deeper, and I'm trying throughout. And maybe some of you guys are going to get, uh, I, I think, probably say, like, ah, Caller's not willing to go there, but then by the end, it starts to get there. It gets pretty fascinating. I enjoyed this call. It's a fun one and a weird one, but also, I think, a, a pretty beautiful one in its own way. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hello? Hi. Oh, wow. I never expected to get through. So I'm not actually from Estonia. I'm from Denmark, though. Oh, wow. Oh, now, let me explain that for anyone listening. So here's what happened. Is okay. I'm in the booth, and Jared's showing me, look at what we can do here. We can get numbers from all these different countries. And I said, let's just go with this. Do you mind if I just explain to my friend that I'm on an American show right now? Do you mind if I just tell him that? Yeah, you do it. You got it. Actually, with a friend. We set up an Estonian okay. phone number. Now we got someone from Denmark <laughs> calling in. Yeah, you know, you explain to yeah, your I people. Yeah, I know. It's a bit weird. Okay, so I'm on a podcast in America, which is an hour long with Chris Gethard. Do you know him? All right. He doesn't know you. Do you but do you want to say hello? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're going to text to my friend who's from the UK. <laughs> Great. So we have a of a multicultural like, uh, language uh, podcast already within like the first few minutes. I'm but loving it. <laughs> I'm loving this. My mind is blown. Okay, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Don't feel bad. Most people in America have never heard of me either. Okay. So what's your deal? I'm sorry, I didn't Wait, wait, say that again. I said, what's your deal? What's my deal? Yeah, your deal. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, that's an American phrase that I guess means kind of like, let me know about yourself in a couple sentences. Yeah, no, I actually, I actually lived in the U.S. for a while. Oh, so you probably... I lived in Montana, so that's why I put... But that's also why I didn't hear about you, because no one in Montana knows about anything. <laughs> so I guess it kind of makes sense. Oh, I'm in New York City. I'm in New York City myself. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that, make, that makes sense. Of course. How'd you wind up in Montana? I studied... I, did a, I was on, like, an exchange program, and, like, Montana was just, like, the random place that, like, I just got given. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that was kind of random. But no one knew about, like, anything that happened outside of Montana there. It was really weird. You probably know as well, maybe. Well, I've never been. I've, I've have, I have some relatives who live there, but I've actually never been out that way. I hear it's beautiful. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's amazing, but it's just like very isolated. Yeah. But like, so what about you? What's your deal? Tell me about your deal. Nobody ever <laughs> asks me that. <laughs> Thank you. What's my deal? Let's see. I'm just a guy trying to make some stuff, put it out in the world, see if I can entertain some yeah. people. Make some people happy. Yeah, that's cool. And pay my mortgage at the same yeah. time. Yeah. 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 Now wait, why is your friend so mad at yeah. you? What? Wait, why? What? 
Your friend sounds like, it sounds like your friend's yelling at you in the background. Yeah, because she wants to phone back. <laughs> That's why. So I'll probably give that because she's the one that called you, so she wants to speak to you. Yeah, you're listening to a podcast. Over 100,000 people are going to hear this conversation. Like right now? Not current. We'll release it in the future, probably in a couple weeks. So like, why? Do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, or something boring. I don't really care. It's just, I just yeah. kind of talk to whoever, and then they don't tell me their name, and then people really like it. It's been a cool gig. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Man. Okay. It's like, what's the craziest thing that you've had? Wow. Great question. Let's see. Jared, what's the craziest stuff we've heard? I mean, we talked to we, – we, some of them are really sad. Some of them are really weird. We heard from somebody who was, uh, yeah. had escaped from a religious cult. We heard from somebody who was calling yeah. from a hospital waiting yeah. for a, a relative's uh, diagnosis to come through. But then also uh, we just – okay. one time we talked to a guy who goes camping a lot and told me all about how he has to bury his poop in the woods. So we did that one too. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. One time talked cool. to an Australian girl who was living out in the bush picking fruit and uh, was friends with this guy and it all sounded charming but I expressed some concern and then people were like, oh, Gethard, you're too cynical and American. And then she reached out and was like, yeah. oh, so it turned out that that guy was pretty crazy. So I was right. Oh, okay. Hey, it sounds crazy. But I'm actually going to give the phone back because... Like, she really wants to meet you. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. So nice meeting you. Yeah. Yes, you do. Hi, Chris. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he's going to subscribe. He didn't sound so impressed. I'm going to make him subscribe. Don't worry. Like, I'll show him every basically beautiful anonymous episode and he will subscribe. Well, that's nice. So we tweeted out. doesn't know what it is. We tweeted out an Estonian phone number. You called us from Denmark. I saw it it, uh, through the Instagram, and I was just like, this is a number that's not an American number. I'm just going to call. Okay, and you're in Denmark right now. I am in Denmark, yes. And you're hanging out with a British boy. How do you know the British boy? Do you know couch surfing? Couch surfing, yes. It's a website, I believe, okay, so, where you can sign up to have yeah, people exactly. crash on through your couch. Web- exactly. So through the Couchsurfing website, you can also uh, hang out. And through the hangout with another friend who's from Denmark, who's originally from the Philippines, I met my friend. And now we're friends, <laughs> basically. Now, are you guys out partying? We have had two bottles of wine. And where are you right now? Because it sounds like you're in a festive environment. We are near the water. Um, We are going to Christiana to smoke some weed, but that might wait for a bit. You can (laughs) smoke. No one's ever smoked weed on the air. Is weed legal in Denmark? No, but there's a free town in Copenhagen called Christiana where you can sort of legally smoke weed, but not really. Where it's allowed. I've heard this. I've heard that some of the Europeans, some of the very cosmopolitan areas in Europe, some of the cities have like sort of lawless zones. I believe Berlin has one too. Exactly. So we have this leftover like 70 town in Copenhagen where you can uh, freely smoke weed without anyone bothering you. Sometimes the police comes by to raid it, but not very often. So you're pretty much free to smoke weed in the area. Well, look, I'm happy to be a fly on the wall in your evening. I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not telling you to smoke weed, but also I'm not. A, I'm not going to stop you if you'd like to. 
So what do I need to know about life in Denmark in 2018? Well, I would say it's going to be a lot better than uh, life in the U.S. in 2018. So no Trump. Uh-huh. No, like, we have a lot of taxes, but no, we have free health care and free, like, schools. So that's what you need to know, basically. <laughs> Who's that? No. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Is that the British guy? Yeah, he's the nudist in the U.S. or something. I don't know. Everybody likes taking a pot shot at it. the U.S. right now. <laughs> so you guys are all very worried about us with, the, with our president right now. We are a little bit worried about you. Just, yeah. just a tiny bit. Just because of the, uh, at least, because of, like, the whole, or what, it, the whole uh, bakeries stuff at the moment as well <laughs> at this oh, going on right. this week. Right, with the Supreme Court decision that uh, that ba- yeah, bakers exactly. don't have to bake, like, ga- bake cakes for gay people, which is, I will say, just about, that's one that I, it's, you see it and I'm like, I don't even want to click on the link because this is so dumb. This is so dumb. It's cake, bake the cake, sell the cake. Exactly, bake like it's cake. money in your business, just bake the cake. <laughs> That's no. okay. But it's apparently a religious belief. Now, and, yeah. Outs- no. outside, of, <laughs> outside of the political, when it comes to you, who you are, just the person yes. getting a buzz on down by the waterside in Denmark, what do I need to know about you as a yes. human on this globe, on this spinning sphere that we're both standing on right now? What do I need to know? Oh, I don't know. I think I should describe me better than me because I'm like an extrovert when it comes to like describing myself. <laughs> but wait, can't. didn't you just meet through Couchsurfing, a website where you meet strangers for fleeting moments? Exactly, but okay. like we met a few months ago. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, put them on the phone. I helped a lot. You describe me, please, to, to Chris. You, yes, please. That would be okay. a lot better because I cannot describe myself or anything like Hi. Hi. Yeah. Fill me in. Okay. You want me to describe? Sure. Okay. Okay. She's a very like interesting personality. No one can really like work out where she's from. I think people have this image of like Danes as kind of being reserved, and everyone's like, "Oh wait, no, you're Danish. Like you're not like this." So like she goes against that, and she's very open. But also sometimes in kind of, it can sometimes be in an introvert type way, even though she's like very extrovert at the same time, which is why it's interesting. Because like she can meet all these new people, but still kind of keep this like introverted self, but then be very open at the same time. Okay, put her back on the phone. I got to digest all that with her. Thank you so much for your input. Yeah. Oh, you want to speak to her again? Yes, please. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay, hi. <laughs> hi. So, first of all, we're going to bleep your name. Probably friend's name. Yeah, too. that's fine. Also, yeah. That's how name. it works. That's how it works. Anyway, listen up. So, first of all, I'm just going to tell you, your friend just informed me that there's a stereotype about Danes that they are um, reserved. I'm going to tell you, no offense, Americans don't know enough about Danes to, Danes to have that stereotype. I didn't know that Danes had a reputation for being reserved. I just learned that. <laughs> now, what is it about you that bucks this trend in a way that still allows you to retain your introverted status? 
Well, I'm still quite an introverted date, and I just like one day decided I was going to meet people, and it happened to be everyone except for Dane. So I just meet everyone from around the globe, basically, through couchsurfing. It's a lot easier. Like, I have a lot easier to speak with people who doesn't speak Danish, <laughs> to be honest. Didn't know Danes had their own language. Gonna cop to that right now. My ignorance about Denmark and all things Dane. Okay. Did not know Danish was a, a language. We have our own language. We speak Danish. Danish. I think I knew that. Maybe I did know that on some level. I've never heard Danish in action, though. Can you say something to me in Danish so I can get a taste of what the, the mother tongue sounds like? Can you tell me something to say? Because that would make it easier. Okay. Maybe just tell like me... Chris Gethard, where I come from in Denmark, you are not a uh, mid to low level comedian. You are a golden god amongst all. <laughs> Chris Gethard, der hvor jeg kommer fra i Danmark, er du ikke en der komiker? Du er en billig gud blandt de største komikere der er i Danmark. Is that good enough? All right, yeah, now I know what Danish sounds like. That's I kind of have to that, even though, like, I can't, I'm really bad at switching between languages, so it's like, it's a hard, I kind of have switches my own language, to be honest. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I had no idea. I don't know that the... Uh, yeah, although, you, you don't know, like... Someone will... will correct me. Someone <laughs> will like, hear this and correct me. The other it, yeah. two... It's true. The other two Danes will correct me. <laughs> so, you say that you do have the reserved... Dane in you, but that at a certain point you decided yeah. to go out and start meeting other people and you found that it's easier to connect with people who are not Danes. What was it that triggered this in your life, this moment when you said, I need to get out there and be more of a citizen of the world? I was just kind of dating this guy and it was just like, it wasn't going well. And then one day I was just like, I, I need to go see other people outside my like comfort circle. And I, was, I, I knew the Couchsurfing community from when I lived in London. And so I decided to go on there and meet people again because it was just in my like tight knit circle of Danes, basically, and I wanted to speak with more people. And so you... I went out and met an Australian guy, and go like tumble downhill from there, basically. And are these people you're just hanging out with them as they pass through your area? Are these are these? When you say you're meeting guys, is it a date? Well, is it a dating my situation? That I've like stuck with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now, <laughs> and another friend I've also stuck with. But like most of the people are just like people stumbling through Denmark as the area. Like I just hang out with like randomly, just tell them like about communication and the culture. And now, wait, can I ask too? Because I, I hear people in the background. Where are you right now? Are you out in public somewhere? Okay, so I'm in Copenhagen, like down by the lakes. Do you you don't know anything about Copenhagen, but like there's a place called Nihon, which is very picturesque if you go there. Like down by that side, you can go down and there's water, then you could go uh, like swimming. And that's where I'm at. And what <laughs> time? Uh, and what time is it in Copenhagen right now? Uh, I'm not carrying a watch, but it is. Mm. Let me see. 9 uh, 9.36 p.m. So you're right now, you're drunk, smoking weed, frolicking in the water with a whole international cabal of people who you've just met. <laughs> we haven't smoked weed yet. We were going to smoke weed until I like, got, got on, on the, the phone. phone with you because I never expected it to happen. So I'm just going to call just to see what happens. And then 
Yeah. And now <laughs> we are 15 minutes into this bad boy. I'm going to tell you, I tell you, yeah. I, just the sound of all that partying in the background, you describing your life, I'm very jealous, very jealous of your life. I have this well, image Copenhagen of like this. Copenhagen is a great city. You should definitely come here. Like next time you go to like Europe and Ireland, come to Copenhagen as well because it's only like an hour and a half away. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And just experience it. Like, you don't have to go, like, smoke weed in Copenhagen, even though you have to visit the free town of Christiania, and they're going to smoke weed all around you. I know you're sober now. I... Just visit the site and just see what it's all about. <laughs> so come to Copenhagen. So everybody just parties. Is it just full of beautiful young people partying all night long? Yes, basically. That sounds like the life. It's a very, like, open and free town to do whatever you you want basically sorry Sally do people come there from all over Europe just to party yes where does it you can drink in the streets you drink in the streets as well wow. yeah we just had the, the street festival called Distortion which was from Wednesday to Saturday I think where it's just like different parts of Copenhagen shut off so you can like party and drink in the streets and like listen to like all sorts of music but do people in Denmark have was, jobs and stuff? You can't just spend all day smoking weed in the streets and then jumping in lakes, screaming and yelling. Do people have jobs and lives and stuff? Or is it just this weird fantasy land that nobody's ever told me about? We are good at managing like, our drinking and then working at the same time. <laughs> wow. My friend is saying like, we're really good at like managing our drinking and working. You're making it sound like such a fantasy land where anything goes. It is a fantasy land. Like, if we come from America, this is an absolute fantasy land. Like, the healthcare and the drinking, you can't really like, amount to anything elsewhere. <laughs> I know it sounds like really like into the drinking, but like, that's just the Dane way of doing things. <laughs> now, and, and Denmark is Northern European, yes? Yes. And what are the, what are the surrounding countries here that I'm thinking? Uh, we are like bordering to Germany. If you go up, you go to Sweden. If you go a little to the side, you're to Norway. What are all these frolicking, screaming young people? Why do I live in America? You're making just the background noise alone of this call makes me feel like I live in the wrong part of the world. It's making me feel like there's youth you and there's youth you and adventure. Do. If I could send you like a video of like Denmark, you would be jealous of it right now. It's just like. People like went down to the water drinking beer and having fun. <laughs> you ever come to? You ever been to New York City? I have. Did you I've like? I've been to New Jersey. Though. Well, let's I not even get not into like that. I did not like it as much as I thought I would. You did I not like it. Overrated, to be honest. You found it overrated. <laughs> what was? Because I'll tell you, you're. I'm calling you. You're you're doing drugs. You're drinking in the streets, hanging out with this international <laughs> clique. People are screaming. I took a train to the taping today. This is true. Where a man started uh, breakdancing on the subway and no one watched him. So he turned off the music, got real angry, yelled at all of us, then looked at me and told me that I could suck his dick. That's what my city has given me today. And now I'm listening to you as people yeah, just so leap into water. and f Do people just get naked in the streets there? What's going on? It could happen. People could get naked in the street. Not too often. Like, you can legally base naked, though, if you want it at, like, the beach and whatever. That is not a problem. Man. But you can't really get naked in the streets. But what was, what was your day like before all the partying started? Let's go ahead and pause there. 
think about all that sweet partying. Being young is fun. I still find it inside every once in a while. I still do. But you know what? When I'm not being young and partying, not tapping as that, one thing I have is a life. And that life sometimes needs products and services to function and continue. You're going to hear some ads from people who offer just those exact things. There's also promo codes. When you use them, helps Beautiful Anonymous when you do. Let's check them out. We'll be back with more phone call after this. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Everybody knows that uh, mental health is something I've been very vocal about, very public about, did a special about it. I've talked openly about my own struggles with it. It's in the news lately, and I really just want to uh, say if you're out there, you're suffering, you don't have to do it in silence. You can take actions that fix your life. One of those things might just be Talkspace. Talkspace is easy to fit into your life. It's as easy as sending your therapist a message. You can get something off your chest whenever you need to. You can talk about everyday challenges at work, at home, all these things that build up. You just need to chat about life. Do that too. You don't have to commute to do it. You don't have to ever even leave your office. Nobody's going to judge you. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. You can improve your mental health. Remember, therapy is not just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It doesn't have to be very melodramatic. It's about practical everyday strategies to manage stress, to live a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who's trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. I see a shrink I have for many years. It was tough to get into it, but man, did it save my life. And uh, it's a good thing worth checking out. You want to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy? Go to Talkspace.com slash beautiful. Use the code beautiful. You get $45 off your first month. Show your support for this show in the process. That's beautiful at Talkspace.com slash beautiful. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Now let's get back to the phone call. But what was, what was your day like before all the partying started? A lot of work. <laughs> I've never not stopped partying, to be honest. Just switch out my party crew. <laughs> I ne- you've never stopped partying. You just switch out your party okay, okay. crew. So when you're living in Denmark, basically, like the legal bringing age is 18. But you can buy booze when you're 16. So that means you'd start drinking at 13, basically. And no one ever slows down. It's just life as a party, seven days a week, every week, 365. You- Everybody's just partying and happy. You work from Monday to like Thursday and then you like go on a Thursday, Thursday and then you drink like through the weekend and then you have a horrible Monday and then you start over again. Wait, is Denmark the country where you have a day (laughs) set aside to eat candy with your family or is that a different Northern European nation? You have like Friday candy, but that's not really a thing in every family. I've heard about this Friday candy. That you have a that it's yes, it's like you eat candy like on you Friday. Don't eat any candy is like through the week, and then you like get like a weekend of Friday candy. It's like Saturday or Friday, and then it's like the day you get candy, like Disney shows and whatever. When you're younger, no wait. I refuse to believe that Denmark is a country where everybody just parties all weekend and eats candy. There have to be consequences. Are there high rates of alcoholism in Denmark? Not too badly. If Why the to fuck Greenland, don't we all move to Denmark? Jared, what are we doing sitting <laughs> in this booth? Book the flights. There has to be some dark side to Denmark. Texas. A shit ton of Texas. That's Texas. a secret. I thought you were saying Texas. Yes. I was like, no, that's our thing. We have Texas. Texas. 
taxes, high no, no, taxes. You have taxes, but we have taxes. Yes. You say those like, words pay for very similar. You have to pay the taxes. You do. And yes. and the, the least amount of tax you can pay is thirty six percent. Thirty six percent of your income goes to the government. Okay. That's so, the least amount. It is. Do you feel like you get bang for your buck, though? Are you happy with the services they provide? Okay, you get free schooling, free university, free health care. How much more can I ask for? I don't go bankrupt if I break my leg. People, Americans listening to this are going to get furious with you because now you're getting cocky about it. Now you're getting cocky about it. I know. Your, your and I'm going to get even worse if you, like, let me. Really? So you're big. <laughs> you're like, you. you oh, yes. You really are. You really are. I a, went to the hospital for two days and I didn't pay a buck. What happened? Why were you in the hospital? I was for angry two days? about being in the hospital and I left it. Like a gallbladder thing. Just, and I left without like paying a zero like crown. Did they take your gallbladder out? Uh, they just like need to like look at it. And it's free. That's just free. You just walk in. That's free. It was free. Doctor just gives you a high five yeah. on your way out the door. Exactly. It's like, you're all good. High five. Have fun, like, living your life. Now, when do people grow up and stop partying all night? What age do people settle down uh, in Denmark? Like 27, 30-ish. That's very vague. Like, when do people settle down in America? We're not that far off, except... I would say, uh, it depends. You have a lot more benefits. It depends. I mean, if you're... I would say... If you're if you're living in a city and you're aiming to live a city life, you probably extend the partying until your mid thirties, right? Is that is that on target? I would say. And if you're if you're not someone who's buying into that, you probably are settling down a little earlier than that, starting your family and stuff. Probably around thirty, I would say. Maybe a little earlier yeah. in certain parts of the country. Like, later in point of it, like thirty is a good middle point of like stop partying and kind of considering going through the family life. Yeah, I'm 38 and I'm still I'm still on the feds. I still do shows all the time. But I get real <laughs> tired now. I get real tired. I go out, I do stand-up and I used to oh, stay out do. and hang out and now me I get too. tired. You don't sound like you get tired. You're I'm down by the lake. I'm not even in my 30s and I get really tired at all. <laughs> don't judge. You don't get tired. Who are you kidding? Can I ask how old you I'm, are? I'm turning 23 in a few weeks and oh. I'm still getting really tired like you don't know <laughs> tired you don't know tired I was a sophomore in high school when I you were born you've you never been tired <laughs> so you're 23 now this couch surfing thing I've heard it can be dangerous true or false is that just my puritanical Americanism getting in the way yet again yeah I've not experienced anything dangerous I've experienced like a little bit of un- uncomfortable things where I'm just like I'm just gonna leave this and I'm like, nah. Like what, creepy Never guys? Never anything dangerous. Yeah, always creepy guys. That, that's just kind of the story of humanity, huh? Creepy that's guys. That's just like life in general for, like, girls, I would say, just creepy guys. So, now you're on, another, we just have to avoid them. <laughs> you're on couch surfing to meet guys who um, pass through Denmark. Do you also travel to other places and use couch surfing to find places to crash and people to hang out with? I have not done that yet, but I am considering doing it. Now, let me ask you something, and this might just be ignorant, so correct me if I'm wrong. 
sense I get is that yeah. in Europe, people from different countries have firm beliefs in what you're going to get from other people. As someone who use, utilizes couch surfing, if you're linking up with a British person, do you expect a different experience than a Spanish person, Italian person? Do you feel like you maybe know a little bit of, of you know, because you use this site to link up with people? Do people fit the archetypes, break the archetypes? Like, a lot of time, it, it, they fit the archetype. Like, Spanish people are, like, way more, like, touchy-feely than British people, for example. Like, I went to uh, Mallorca, and they were like, oh, like, they wanted to kiss on the cheek and touch, and it's like, that's where my awkward thing came out. It's like, oh, I'm not used to it, please touch me. But I'm a lot more, like, at ease with British people because they don't touch you. <laughs> <laughs> British people don't touch. <laughs> I know we have a strong contingent of... That's the way they are like similar to things. They don't really touch as much. Where like Spanish people will love to touch you and kiss you on the cheek. But I'm just like, oh no, please don't. <laughs> now what do you think? I'm just going to start asking you to stereotype all of Europe for me. Is that okay or is that a really bad idea? You can try. I cannot speak to every stereotype, though. Now, I, I, <laughs> I am, might be a stupid judge if I answer them. <laughs> I recently obtained Irish citizenship. What do you think about my Irish people? I don't know anything about them except they love to drink whiskey, and that's only based on the two Irish people I've met. So based <laughs> on the two people you've met, they do fit yes. the they do most fit pronounced the whole stereotype. Thing. Now, I, when I was when I was younger, I went to Italy. I went uh, yes. when I was in high school with high school people, and I noticed that Italian men were very bold with women. Have you found that to be true in your experience? So much. Like I've been to Italy on vacation so many times, and it's like everything from like a twelve-year-old to like a seventy-five-year-old will whistle at you, like going down the street, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now Luxembourg, what's They're the deal? Very, like out there. <laughs> Luxembourg, what's the deal? Never actually met a human from Luxembourg. I did a report on Luxembourg when I was in junior high school because I thought that was a funny country to pick. I remember very little about it. You ever meet anybody from Luxembourg? I don't know anything about Luxembourg, to be honest. They're just kind of the country in the middle that no one knows anything about. <laughs> Even the countries near them don't know much about them. Yeah, they're just kind of there. <laughs> All right. My sister's boyfriend kind of grew up in Luxembourg, and he doesn't even know anything about it. So you know one person from Luxembourg, and even he can't tell you much about it. And he grew up there, yes. He grew up there <laughs> and has very little to say about it. Like if, he went to, to kindergarten or something, but he doesn't okay. know anything about it. It's just like a weird country in the middle of other countries that's... I want to go there. I've been told there's a comedy circuit that passed. I've been told it's, uh, what is it, Bella Lux? It's Belgium, Luxembourg, and another country that you can kind of go do comedy shows and bounce around, and there's like a whole thing. I went to Belgium a few weeks ago. You did? You You went to Belgium. Now, I've heard, what I hear about Belgium is that it depends on what area of the country you're in, how much it feels French or German. True or false? It's more French and Dutch, but yes. More French and Dutch. I'm sorry. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows I am ignorant. I am ignorant. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's like quite divided between the cities. uh, How much uh, like language speak of? Like I I talked to a girl who was like, "Oh yeah, I live in Belgium and I can't speak French." No, 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I can't remember. I was just friends with that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> now, Monday so, through Thursday. Even in my own country, I don't speak the other language. Now, Monday through Thursday, when you're not busy being yeah. a 23-year-old living a Danish fantasy party life, what do you do? Because we're yes. talking on a Friday night. You've unleashed this monster that lives inside you that I just parties. I work as a store manager. Uh-huh. I work in a shoe store. A shoe store manager. Now, there's an actual grounded human thing that we can all relate to and grab onto. I'm not talking about just uh, taking taking Molly in the streets as part of the 24-hour music festival that is Copenhagen. It was only a five-day festival, and it closes down by 10 in the evening, and you have to go find someone else to drink there. That's fair. How do you, so you manage a shoe store. People come in, they buy shoes. Yes. That's nice. You like it? Yes. It's not the best, but it gets me by. How'd you wind up doing that? Basically, I moved back from London. Uh, moved back from my parents. Desperately needed a job to move away from my parents. They offered it. I got uh, hired. I kept getting a raise, and now I'm a store manager. You say it's not the best. What are you looking to do beyond this? Uh, I might do something marketing-related instead one day. Is that what you studied in school? Not really, but it's what interests me. I like branding and marketing. Branding and marketing. You want to put yourself out there. You want to be an influencer. Maybe. What are you eating? Gum. What? What Sorry, I was just looking at my friend. (laughs) I was just like wondering what I was doing. It's just been like very nicely listening to our conversation. Well, now that I can't help but notice that now that I've gotten a scant few details about you, about what your life is like as a real human being, you're getting more distracted. Yes. You don't want to talk about the reality. You want to talk about the drinking and the partying. It's way more fun, though. (laughs) Like the dream life of Copenhagen is the drinking and the partying. It is. And did you grow up in Copenhagen or is that where a lot of young people flock to for a handful of years? No, no, no. I, I grew up about an hour, hour and a half from Copenhagen. But so, do you... like, the countryside. But I moved as quickly as I could, like, back to Copenhagen to live in uh, a central. And is this a common thing that people, as they get to university Basically, age... Basically, every young person will at one point have lived in one of the bigger cities in Copenhagen or in Jutland. So you go to, living in Denmark, so here's the picture that's being painted yes. in my mind. There's a lot of quiet areas, families, countryside, yes. small town living. You escape that yes. shit. You go to a city. You go hard. You make mistakes. You meet people who are passing through from all different pockets of the world. <laughs> you burn yourself out, and then you decide what real life's going to be. Pretty much. You're bored. You're getting bored. You wish you hadn't called this show. You're officially bored. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm so amazed that I got friends, to be honest. This is like, as soon as we brought I up your real job. Like maybe three times or something like that. And it's just always been like, oh, yeah, this number doesn't exist or something. And then I guess to you, like on a random night when I'm out with my friend who's kind of getting bored. <laughs> I'm listening to my conversation. Well, your friend's getting bored. Okay, just bring me along on your adventure then. Go about your day. Go about your night. Stop worrying about me. And let's just I go. I don't even know. <laughs> just go do what you were going to do, and I'll be along for the ride. We got 25 minutes left. It'll be, uh, it'll be like a slice of life audio. 
where we'll just all party for 25 <laughs> minutes in Copenhagen together. I won't even ask you questions. Just leave the phone on. I'll just listen just, while you guys party. <laughs> just check you in with me every once in a while. We're going to go to Christiana and smoke some weed then. It's going to be a little bit of a walk and you can come along on a walk going to Christiana then. Yeah, we'll go. You just start walking. Talk with your friend. Everybody will listen in. I won't even ask that much. Check in with me every once in a while. We'll just listen to you partying in Copenhagen, smoking weed. It's going to take a little bit, so you can ask questions while we walk there. It's going to be, yeah, a little bit of walk from where we are to our smoking wood place, basically. Now, when you're heading to when you're heading to a lawless place like Christiana, how do they keep it safe? Well, they have their own laws, basically. So, like, we just allow but no hard drugs. So they have a street called Pusher Street. Yes, it's called Pusher Street. <laughs> you can buy a hash and uh, weed, basically. Nothing else. Uh, they shut it down because it was kind of taken over by bikers. And now there's less people selling it. So that's how they kind of keep track of it. So these biker gangs invaded and tried to start running it, make some money off of it. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of less uh, places you can buy. So we kind of shut down the biker gang places of it. Now, is this the type of place that a tourist would go stay in Christiana, or is this a place that you stay outside of it and you visit it and then get out? You go visit it. You can't really stay at it because it's kind of a closed-in area. Are there people who live there? There's about 2,000 people living there. But these are not the types of people you want to like hang out with 24 hours a day. They are like leftover 70s hippie types. Like no shoes and long hair and like going about their own business basically. All sustainable and vegan. All sustainable, vegan, ex-hippies. Living in a place where weed is decriminalized. All right. And that's where you're heading for the night. That is where we're going to smoke some weed, yes. And is this weed, you're going to go buy the weed there. You're going to have a beer. You're going to buy the weed there. You don't carry it around, I would imagine. If you have a place where you can go do it. No, we're just going to buy it there. I have some weed on me, but that's a secret. Sure. But you said it out loud. We're going to buy something there. You're trying to get this British guy to pony up and buy the weed tonight, huh? You don't have to say it, but the, trying to get this British guy to spend a few of his pounds. Spend a few of his prou- pounds. No, no. Like, I, he owes me. I bought some, a bottle of wine the other day. He can buy some beer today. That sounds good. You, you give him <laughs> it's sh- all about like giving and tearing. Do you ever give him shit for Brexit? You give that guy shit for Brexit? He literally left uh, UK because he didn't want to deal with Brexit. Oh, he got out of there. Came to Copenhagen. Like, I'm gonna leave before Brexit really hits it, so I can actually leave without having to like pay visa and shit. That oh. is his deal right now. <laughs> All right. All right. So, for anybody. This is how Brexit affects people. Like, fuck this, I'm just gonna leave and try to start a new life in a different country. Wow, people are fleeing. All the young weirdos are getting out while they can, huh? <laughs> a lot of people are not dealing with Brexit as well as this shit. Yeah. The people I know are not agreeing with Brexit. They think there was a stupid idea by people who don't know what's really going on in the country. 
So you're currently walking to Christiania, an area of Copenhagen where you yeah, can I'm smoke. Yeah, I have super hay fever, sorry. <laughs> well, that's okay. So you're just going along with your friend. I'm just filling in anybody who's uh, gotten distracted along the way. How far are we away from the legal weed street, pusher street? Um... Ten minutes, maybe? Ten minutes. We have 22 minutes left. It's not really that far. 22 minutes left. So we, we are going to hear you smoke weed. We are going to hear you smoke <laughs> marijuana on the streets of Copenhagen before this podcast is over, is what you're telling me. That is definitely uh, possible, yes. Right. You just need to cross a bridge and then go to the right, and then we're basically there. Get over a bridge, go to the right. Listen to this. Jared, this could be award-winning documentarian audio. <laughs> We are citizens you of the world here. You should definitely come to Copenhagen just to check it out, just to see how surreal uh, it is to any other place in like believe me, in any other place in Europe. <laughs> believe me, you have just convinced many thousands of people to take a trip to Copenhagen. Everybody listening to this podcast, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Not everybody listening wants to go to Copenhagen, but the ones who want to go really want to go. The ones who don't want to go really don't want to go. Nobody. Don't want to go. Yeah, I know. There are a lot of people listening right now who never had any opinions on Copenhagen or Denmark, who now have very strong ones, one way or the other. You have done your Just part. Just say, don't wish it a little mermaid because it's really bad. Uh-huh. But definitely go see Christiania. <laughs> Christiania, not Little Mermaid. That's a bunch of tourist bullshit. Now, how are you going to yeah. feel if this somehow blows up, goes viral in America, and leads to thousands of Americans visiting Copenhagen? Are you going to feel like you did good? Well, you're going to bleep my name, so this doesn't gonna, it's not going to matter at all because no one's going to know it's me. And it's so like small in Europe anyway, so it's just going to be blowing up in America. <laughs> And no one's going to know it's me. <laughs> now, that makes it sound like you wouldn't want to be responsible for thousands of Americans coming to you. What is it? I didn't ask you. I asked you about the Spanish, the Irish. I don't know if I want a lot of Americans going to Christiana because, well, Americans in general. <laughs> what is it? Talk to me. I didn't ask about my own people. Tell me about the opinion of the Americans. Brace yourself like all Americans. I know, I know that as citizens of the world has been a little tough with us lately. So I'm going to brace myself for that answer. I'm sure you are as well. I will hear that answer. And so many more things, including some real life that's behind all this behavior. When we get back, check out these advertisers. In the meantime, use the promo codes if you're so inclined. I want to tell you about a great new show. It's called Gossip. It's out now. On Stitcher, Gossip is the first ever comedic soap opera podcast. It's created by actor and comedian Allison Raskin. Allison is also a New York Times bestselling author and co-creator of the Just Between Us YouTube channel. In Gossip, three unlikely friends, Valerie, Mia, and Bethany, meet each week at the Golden Cup Coffee Corner to dish about the latest rumors floating around their not-so-traditional suburban town, Golden Acres. There's infidelity, Epic fights, crazy sisters, former bachelorettes, girls go missing. There's murder. There might even be a serial killer priest. If you're a fan of shows like Jane the Virgin, Desperate Housewives, Big Little Lies, you're going to love gossip. Plus, there's special appearances from earwolf favorites like my old pal, John Gabris, one of the funniest people on earth. You got Tony Newsome coming by. Get in on the rumors now before you're left out. Listen to episodes one and two of Gossip Now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your shows. Thanks again to all of our sponsors for helping us bring this show to the world. Now let's finish off the phone call. What is it? Talk to me. I didn't ask about my own people. Tell me about the opinion of the Americans. As someone who's met people from everywhere. 
You can give it to I've me straight. I've met people from America, and usually they're fine. Oh, you're holding back. As long as they are not super bigoted and annoying. As long as they're not super what, and then they're annoying? Bigoted. Bigoted. Do you America? Yeah, that makes me sad because I'm. We're sitting here, we're joking around, but that is that a thing that when Americans visit? Pasadena, but that is also opinion from Europe about America. They are gonna be like that. Just is, to be quite frank. And is that one that you have found to be true, like some of the other countries you've talked about? Because I'd like in my heart to think that it's not always the case, but. It's not always the case, but I have met people from America who has been not. Well, close-minded from time well, to time. Visiting America, mostly. Yeah, where else have you been in America besides it's New York? It's usually not the Americans who leave America who is like that. It's usually the Americans who stay in America who is that like that. Yeah, I've found in my travels. I've been all over, a lot of places these days. They don't like it when they hear your American accent. You know where they really don't like hearing an American accent, in my opinion? When I went to England, I could feel people going like, oh, here you guys come. I was in England last year. Now, where are you? You're on a busy yeah. street now. You're on Pusher Street right now? Uh, no, no. I'm in Nihon, which is what the, like, picture streets, like where Hans Christian Andersen lived. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Name dropping. Do you know Hans Christian Andersen? Yeah, you're dropping names right now. I'll pick that name. Right I, know, up. I know. Might as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am on the street where he lived. Like, he wrote a lot of his fairy tales here. Oh, that's cool. We need to go a little bit down the street and then over a bridge. <laughs> who would think that a guy who wrote uh, fan- fairy tales and fantasies lives in the area where weed is legal? Huh. No, huh. no. We are not in the legal part yet. I'm just making a joke. In a touristy part. <laughs> just making a joke. Oh, we're in the touristy it's quite part. Near. So you're cutting through the touristy part. Yeah, of we're in the super touristy part. Uh huh. Not a tourist. So this is not where it's cool. You're heading to where it's cool. We are heading to the cool place. Yes. Uh-huh. Now, what are you? Are you making any active plans to move over into marketing, or is that more long-term stuff? And right now, you're just focusing on having fun. It is like uh, if you could like yell at me and like get like tell me to get my shit together, that would be cool. But like. It's not really one of those podcasts, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it goes there for like, Well, look, you got to get your shit it together. Gets there. <laughs> it's hard for me to say it passionately when you're living what seems to be the most carefree life of anyone I've ever talked to in my close to four decades. On Do you Earth. know how really hard it is to like actually get your life together when it's so easy just to like not? <laughs> you just summed it all up, didn't you? Exactly. That is like literally why I'm not doing shit about my life because it's because it's so easy not to do anything about my life. You're having too much, so much fun. fun not, like caring. You're having so much fun. Why are you gonna get your life together when it's this fun? Exactly. I have like all the times I was like, Oh yeah, I really wanted one of those Chris gathered really hard talks. Also like, yeah, but I'm also really having a good time. Not yeah. doing any of this. <laughs> Who wants one of the patented Chris Gethard like heart to heart conversations about the future and about getting your act together when you're walking across a bridge on your way to smoke weed? Sounds like a buzzkill. <laughs> exactly. Just like, oh, I really want it, but I also really don't want it because it's so much fun not. But here's my question. 
if you don't take a couple yeah. actions now, what happens when you're like 28 or 29? Yeah, that's the whole thing. So I'm going to get my act together soon-ish. Soon-ish. Well, I don't know that yeah, this... Yeah, I'm not, like putting a number I don't want to like actually make a commitment I cannot deal with. I do not know that this particular pep talk will go down as one of the more notable ones in the history of this show. Yeah, no, maybe not. You gotta have fun while you're young, though. That's enough. I wish I had more fun. Like, I'm I was only young. 23. I can like deal with a few more years and then get my act together. And you went to university. You graduated. No, I did not. I dropped out. Okay, that's becoming concerning. Do you feel yeah, like? Well, do you I'm feel like? Ride without it, to be honest. Here's a question: Do you feel like because university is free that you value it less and are more willing to drop out than than someone paying for it out of pocket would be? Yes. Like because I can pick it up basically anytime I want. It's still gonna be free. Oh, so, so I can just like if I can wait a few years and it's still gonna be there waiting for me. So is that the general plan now, to party for a little while more, have fun while you're young, meet all these people, and then go back to university and get that marketing degree? Yes, that is actually my plan. I was going to start school this summer, but I still haven't enrolled in anything. Uh, you party hard. You're not fucking around. <laughs> I, like, it's really hard to, like, because the summer is really good this year, so I'm just like, uh, maybe just one more summer. So wait, you were gonna and then go. We're gonna get back. <laughs> you were gonna go back to university or college, as I say in my land. We say both. You were gonna go back, and then you were like straight yeah. up. Ah, it's warm. Fuck that. And you just went and ran around and drank wine and smoked weed all summer instead. Well, literally, yes. Now, also, I am a store manager, so I make a shit ton of money right now. You do. You make good money. I do. Now, so I, I can wait another year and like party and travel another year just because the summer is good. <laughs> now, hold on. Cause, okay, I don't want to be a buzz. Uh, should I do it? Should I be a whip? Okay. Some you, people you are, can be a buzz. Well, some people are listening. Like, I, I was going to say buzz kill. I you're going to be a buzz. <laughs> a buzz kill, yeah. No, because I was going to say some people listening to this right now who maybe haven't lived. It, it, is, is Denmark a fully socialized country? Would you say it's socialism? Is, that, is it full on socialism? Now, there are some people, especially from my native land of America, listening right now going, this is the fantasy of a carefree life that socialism can provide. There's other people going, this I'm going pers- through like a very loud area right now. I'm going to be very sorry. A very loud area. That's okay. Other people are listening and going, well, this is the definition of the type of irresponsible behavior that happens when a government coddles you into your mid-twenties. I know, but it's also really great. That's that your whole answer? And not take, it's really great. We, can't, like, we can wait a few years to take responsible. We don't have to like grow up when we're 16 and like, oh, yeah, you have to decide a career right now. But you're not ready to. But you'll also freely admit that part of this is you get to just fuck around for as long as you want in the summer. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, my sister chose a completely different route. And she's, like, on her way to, like, 
her business career, whatever. <laughs> it's just me who chose to do the fuckery. That's cool. Because it's fun. <laughs> You're living the life. Yes. <laughs> what kind of shoes? Is this like a high-end shoe store? Uh, not really. You're making good. Uh, you're making good money, though, huh? Like if uh, someone has twenties, like early twenties, I'm making a very good amount of money. That's good. Good on you. Now, where are you? You've gotten someplace very quiet now. I'm walking over a second bridge, and I'm always almost there. So many bridges. Well, um, there's a lot of canals here, a lot of boats, and a lot of water. Sounds beautiful. It's very pretty. You should definitely come. Yeah, <laughs> but I got one like Copenhagen advertisement here. Listen though, you've seen pictures of me on Instagram. I look so old and tired. <laughs> what am I gonna do in Copenhagen? A guy like me shows up. I'm not you gonna out. enjoy the fucking water. I'm not gonna hang out the places you're hanging out. Drink, run around all night with expats, smoking weed, and <laughs> traversing canals. I think you would, like, have just a great time as I have, like, doing exactly the same thing. Like, going to the water, hanging out with the expats, and going to Christiana just to hang out, not smoke weed. Just hang out. As I am. Because people are lovely there. I'm going to say it. In the many, many, many episodes we've now done of this show, I have rarely felt older than I have talked, than I am currently (laughs) feeling. Okay. Living the life. No, you're. This makes me feel so old. Is Denmark one of those countries where if you start a band, they'll just pay you to be in the band, and that's your job? No, but they will pay you to go to school. They will. Some countries will sponsor you to be in a band. Yes. Oh, you're an artist. We'll just pay your living because you're an artist, and we respect it. (laughs) That's a thing. Some places. Not really. But if you do buy in school, pay you like. I don't know. Five thousand, like five thousand crowns, or like a thousand dollars a month, just to live and go to school. Pay. That is what the government will pay you. So it's not even that you get the school for free; they pay you while you're going to school. Yes. Wow. You have to pay for your own books, which people take very. Yes. Wow. Now, how close are we to Christiana right now? And then how's this work? You just start... I could light up a joint right here and people wouldn't really care. So you're, That's are, how close we are. Are there people around you smoking marijuana openly on the streets right now? Uh, I can't see the people, but no. Okay. But I could smoke here and people wouldn't care. That's how close we are. That's you cool. just need to cross the street. That was not a joint there. And is your friend is your friend pissed off that you took this phone call? Uh, a little bit, but he went ahead and uh, I think he's getting some weed. He biked ahead and got some weed instead. He biked ahead, so you're walking. He's be fine. You're walking. You have sent a British yes. boy ahead to buy weed, and you are now meeting up to smoke weed in Christiana, a lawless zone of Copenhagen, Denmark, run by hippies and biker yes. gangs. Yes. Pretty much come out describe it like that, yes. How many do you how often do you wind up in Christiana? Like since I started hanging out with the couch surfers like at least once a week. 
at least once a week, weekly basic. Couch surfing. This there thing. is a weekly meetup there that I tend to go to. Oh. And usually, like on weekends, we t- tend to hang out here <laughs> because the beer is really cheap and weed, to be honest. <laughs> no, I've, I've picked up on that. I've picked up on that. Yeah, well, you can't really... I was sober, like, I was going to say sober for, like, six months, and then I started hanging out with all the cat surfers, and then it went downhill from there. Yeah, you went all in on it. Yeah, well, you kind of have to. Would you say overall you're a happy person? Yeah. At the moment, I am. Was that always the case? No. The reason I went to London because I had a major depression. I have to left, leave the country, basically, to avoid it. And you went to London to solve a depression. That says a lot. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, I'm not going to stay in this country. A notoriously grey place, London. I love London. I pick on London sometimes. I love it. So, uh, I love London as well. How long were you in London for? I went there for nine months, and I got back there quite often afterwards. You did, and it did the trick. I stayed for nine months straight. What do you feel? What do you feel like changed about you in the time you were in London? How are you a different? I became person? a lot more open person because it's like I had to step outside my comfort zone so I could talk to strangers. That's nice. I would not have done that before. What was it? What was it? Uh, what was it pre-London that was getting you so down? I don't know, like the past teenage years, mostly. Yeah. I think, I don't know, it was like all of life. In, like, everything. I hated school, to be honest. I dropped out of two classes, like, no, not two classes, two years. That makes more sense. So you dropped out? Dropped out of a business class and a journal class as well. And is that when you went to London after because you dropped I hated out of university? School that much. <laughs> uh, that was before university. That was before university. You went to London before university. Yeah. How old were you when you went to London? I just turned eighteen a few months before that. Wow, that's a young. That's a that is a fast paced city for an eighteen year old kid to survive in. Yeah, fast paced city for someone who's never been in a fast paced. <laughs> place before yeah i jumped in like with both feet and never looked back did your fan was your family worried um yes and that's why they let me go <laughs> basically they paid for my trip there oh they were worried about how depressed you were they weren't worried about you going to london on your own they were like we 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 support no, the they're more like worried about how depressed i was oh wow so they let me go i'm on my own it's really hard to smoke weed when you can't find your lighter. I think my friend stole it. But I'm in Christina now. <laughs> yeah, I picked up on that. We were really getting to someplace deep. Oh, really? We were just starting to get to someplace I really know, deep. I'm sorry. No, you don't love that. That is funny. It's funny that your friend it's called... Funny. That's why this awkward thing comes in. I like try to like speak around it. Well, this all started like, oh, yeah, too. Yeah, I did this, but like, why not? This started with your friend telling us that you're not an average, you don't fit the average stereotype of uh, an introverted dame, but that you can still maintain that. And then 
There's been a few different times where it started to get personal and you dodge it in a crafty Danish oh, yeah, way. Well, we ha- I just told him about my experience yeah. last week after I was drinking. He didn't know about it before that because I had to get drunk to like open up about it. And that's why I'm like... Not the average Dane, but still so much the average Dane that I still have to get drunk to, like, talk about my feelings. Yeah. You feeling better now? I'm good. Like, yeah. Okay. At the moment, I'm doing pretty good. That's good. You still fall into it sometimes? I have my days. Don't we all? We do. I do, too. I will say just, I'm going to sound like a real old man right now, and I don't mean to. (laughs) I will say. That's okay. Well, and I'm sure you've thought about this. You know, uh, I'm all for having fun, partying when you're young. You've talked about the magic of Copenhagen. I give that two big thumbs up, and I'm glad you're enjoying it. But also, do keep in mind that alcohol and weed are both downers, right? They are. They do push. I know part of why I don't mess with them. I never drink with booze and with weed. It's very like every handful of years, maybe. It's because they don't help the uh, depression. I, I, they don't affect me so much as long as I stay away from like the harder drugs. I'm pretty good, to be honest. That's good. I'm glad you thought about it at the. So as long least. as I stay away from the cocaine and I'm in, the MD, I'm I, I'm usually fine. Yeah. That is like my downers, and then I get depressed. So, like, I'm fine with alcohol and weed. Well, that's good. It's the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, you've fallen down those rabbit holes a couple times. Oh, uh, that's a lie. It was London who, like, started the rabbit holes. So, I got, tried to get away from it, and then I started a new rabbit hole. Wow. So, are you are you smoking weed right now? No, I'm not. I couldn't say my lightest. I'm still not smoking weed. We have a minute and a half left. And, uh, really? Already? Yeah, this conversation flew by. Just two people on different I parts know. of the world shouting at each other we're over like, the din of Copenhagen streets. <laughs> we are only like, what, seven, eight hours apart? It's 4.20 here, appropriately enough. It is. I just looked at the clock, and it's 4.20, which in America <laughs> is the code for week. Amazing. It actually is 4.20 on uh, Friday, June 8th, 2018. So you're, what, five or six hours yeah. ahead? I am more than that. It is 10.20. 10.26 hours ahead. Copenhagen, yeah. Denmark. Who yeah. knew? I didn't know anybody in Copenhagen ever listened to this show. Oh, well, you had a girl from Denmark before. I know that. And you're like one minute podcast. Thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. So you have at least one other listener who can correct my horrible like stereotypes about Denmark. <laughs> uh, you gave us a real crash course in it. And I thank you for it. We got 30 <laughs> seconds left. I feel like we've only heard the like tip of the iceberg. you had spoken to me like, a, like an hour, like... A year ago, I wouldn't have said the same things. I just fell back in love with Christiania, to be honest. Yeah. We got twi- it's an amazing place. You tw- can- <laughs> 20 seconds left. Your closing message to the world. Don't go see The Little Mermaid. Definitely go to Copenhagen. That is going to be my closing message. <laughs> have a good night, Chris. Thanks. You too. Thank you. <laughs>
Bye. Caller, thanks for calling. Uh, you have convinced me. I want to, like many people listening, I should see Copenhagen. Well, I got to see it once now before I die. Go out there, check it out. Who knows, maybe you'll be one of the 23-year-olds living the dreamer's life who sprints across a bridge right in front of me. You're away from one thing to the other. Stay safe. Just please stay safe. Oh, God, I'm so old. Telling a 23-year-old caller to stay safe. I used to be young and fun. Thank you to Jared O'Connell in the booth today. Thank you to Harry Nelson, who's not here today, but he brings so much to the show. Thank you to the Reverend John DeLore, Greta Cohn, who helped us build this thing. Thank you, Shellshag, for the music. You guys are the best and my favorites, and we haven't caught up in a long time. i got to reach out to Shellshag, see how they're doing. If you want to know about me, my road dates, I tell you, I'm getting out there a whole bunch. ChrisGeth.com, that is the website where you can find out about me. If you want to help Beautiful Anonymous, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really does help so much. It's all the business. I'll see you next time. Next time on Beautiful Anonymous, a young lady who does some very noble work lets us know how she tries to help families. My impression of home visits is that that is an intense line of work, whatever it's in regards to. Yes. So basically, without giving too much away, I work with children, basically children who are at risk. So if there's any kind of risk factor in the child's life, then I'm put into place and I do home visits with the parents and with the children, trying to see if we can put any interventions in place to kind of put them on a good path. Wow. That's, uh, thank you. On behalf of uh, society, on behalf of society. That's next time on Beautiful Anonymous.